We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, bringing you another installment of my college football bowl game uh, season breakdowns. Um, and the, the next bowl game that I'm going to break down is the Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl. Um, second annual game uh, for this bowl game. Uh, first one was a, was a very, very interesting game, to say the least, uh, besides Jimmy Kimmel's theatrics and the spectacle that he made, which we all knew would happen, but still the annoyance and all that. But nonetheless, just... Uh, uh, but a very good game nonetheless. We saw Utah State defeat Oregon State last year, 24-13. Um, but the interesting part of that game was how Utah State, uh, Cooper Lega came in um, and just had an amazing performance out of nowhere. Um, just, uh, it, it, like I said, a ton of... Just a ton of fun to watch that game. Devon Tompkins, the wide receiver, had an unbelievable game. But uh, nonetheless, like I said, that that was the first uh, first time that that bowl game took place was last season. So in year two, we get the Washington State Cougars and the Fresno State Bulldogs. And Fresno State is coming in um, as the Mountain West champions. So, but let's first look at Washington State, who finished seven and five, uh, four and five in the Pac-12. Um, they opened their season against FCS Idaho, uh, escaped narrowly, twenty-four to seventeen. Um, you could tell they were potentially looking forward to the next week when they took on number nineteen Wisconsin at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, and they came away with a huge victory, seventeen to fourteen. Um, un- unbelievable performance there by the Cougars. Then they turn around and defeat Colorado State 38-7. to Next week, they play uh, number 15, Oregon. They lose 44-41. Then they beat Cal 28-9. Lose at number 6, USC 30-14. Lose at Oregon State 24-10. Lose to number 14, Utah 21-17. Uh, one at one at Stanford, fifty-two to fourteen. Beat Arizona State, twenty-eight eighteen. One at Arizona, thirty-one to twenty, and lost to number thirteen Washington in the Apple Cup, fifty-one thirty-three. So, needless to say, Washington State won the games that they were supposed to win. I mean, winning at Wisconsin is a is a very very impressive win. Uh, they lost the five games in the Pac-12 against the uh, the upper te- the upper echelon teams. Now, however, they were in. All those games, losing to Oregon by three, losing to USC by 13, losing to Oregon State by 14, lost to Utah by four. The Apple Cup was a shootout. So, I mean, this is a good football team. They were in the game, in a lot of games. Um, so, they're going to put up a fight, that's for sure. Averaged almost 28 points per game, gave up 22. Um, 
almost 264 passing yards per game, only 112 yards rushing, um, give up almost 267 passing yards per game, and 127 yards rushing per game. So now we move our focus to Fresno State, and their season, uh, just a tremendous uh, turnaround in their season. Uh, the Bulldogs went 9-4, and 7-1 and one in the Mountain West. Um, they opened the season against FCS Cal Poly, won 35-7. to seven. Lost to Oregon State in, like I said, uh, in the previous episode with Oregon State in their bowl game. Just a tremendous football game. Back and forth. I remember watching that entire fourth quarter. Just uh, just an amazing game by both teams. Uh, Oregon State scored on the last play of the game. They defeated the Bulldogs 35-32. Next week they play at USC. They lose number seven USC. They lose 45-17. to but they're they lose Jake Hayner at quarterback. They're all they're all everything quarterback conference preseason player of the year um, in that game. Turn around the following week, lose at UConn by five. Uh, then the next game, lose at Boise State forty to twenty. Then they turn things around. They beat San Jose State seventeen to ten. Win at New Mexico forty one to nine. Then Jake Hayner comes back against San Diego State. They win 32-28. They beat Hawaii 55-13. Went at UNLV 37-30. Went at Nevada 41-14. Beat Wyoming 30-0. Then they avenge their loss at Boise State by beating Boise in Boise for the Mountain West Championship 28-16. They're riding an eight-game winning streak, playing tremendous football, behind their first-team all-conference quarterback, Jake Hayner. Uh, the Bulldogs are averaging 31 points per game, uh, giving up 20, uh, 270 passing yards per game, 125 rushing yards per game. Those numbers are much higher now with Jake Hayner back at quarterback, um, giving up 100, 193 passing yards per game and 158 rushing yards per game. Um, so... That's, just a tale of two two seasons, really, for Fresno. Um, after that first Boise State game, they just turned it around. They've won eight games in a row now. They're Mountain West champs. They're playing tremendous. Um, Jake Hayner is going to play on Sundays. He is an unbelievably gifted quarterback, um, and we'll, we'll get into that. But first, we'll go back to Washington State, kind of focus on them a little bit here. Um, they're 18-19-1 in their bowl history. So if they win this one, they'll be 500 overall. Looking at their all-pack 12 players, they had two guys on the first team, uh, defensive end Ron Stone Jr. and kicker G Dean Janikowski. Then looking at some of their key guys coming into this game, you got quarterback Cam Ward, who threw for over 3,000 yards, 3,094 yards, 23 touchdowns, had eight interceptions, added five rushing touchdowns. He transferred in from FCS Incarnate Word, where he threw for over 4,000 yards. Um, this is a very, very talented quarterback. Um, just has has transitioned pretty well to the Pac-12. Then you got running back Nakia Watson, 736 yards, eight touchdowns, and added four receiving touchdowns. Then they spread the ball around really well to a plethora of different receivers. Uh, I'll give you two, Deshaun Stribling, 51 catches, 602 yards, five touchdowns. 
and Robert Farrell, 46 catches, 517 yards, and four touchdowns. But like I said, they spread it around. There's many guys who catch the football and do things for this team. Then looking at the defensive side of the ball, linebacker Dayon Henley had 106 tackles, four sacks, and three forced fumbles. Then looking at some stats for the Cougars, 21st for fourth down defense, uh, 12 for 30, only, only giving up 40% there. The 10th nationally in defensive touchdowns scored with three, uh, two interceptions and one fumble recovery for a touchdown. They're 18th nationally in kickoff return yardage, 22.5 per return. 35th passing yards per game at 263.5 per game. Uh, 24th in red zone defense, only giving up 77.5% of the time, giving up points in the red zone. And then they're 10th in the red zone offensively. They punch it in 91.5% of the time, whether it's a touchdown or field goal. So Washington gets it done passing the football. They do have a talented running back in Watson, though, who who is playing well now towards the end of the year. Now looking at Fresno State, overall 14 and 14 in bowl games, um, so they can go over 500 in this game. Uh, looking at their all Mountain West first team, uh, as you would expect, uh, a lot of guys getting all conference recognition when you win the conference. Of course, like I said, quarterback Jake Hayner, he is uh, as good as they come. If he would have had a healthy season this year, he could have been a Heisman potential Heisman candidate. Uh, wide receiver Jalen Moreno Cropper, unbelievable, unbelievably gifted receiver, first team all conference. Uh, running back Jordan Mims as well, great year for him. And then defensive lineman David Perales um, had a great year too. Second team, you got wide receiver and punt returner Nico Remigio on the offensive line, Bula Schmidt, and then DB Evan Williams. So looking at Jake Hayner, um, missed four games this year. So and four, four and a half games really because he missed the half – Second half for sure of the USC game. So, I mean, 2,616 yards, 18 touchdown passes, only three interceptions. He is as accurate as they come to um, 71, 72% uh, completion percentage. Just a tremendously gifted quarterback. Such a great leader, too. Then you look at running back Jordan Mims, stepped in and has taking on the lead role really well this year 1161 yards and 16 touchdowns on the ground just been a smooth transition there wide receiver Jalen Moreno Cropper could have went to the NFL last year he comes back has 80 receptions for 1051 yards five touchdowns just a really really good football player then wide receiver Nico Remigio 69 catches 768 yards and five touchdowns but another place where he does a lot of damage is returning it. 480 kick return yards on the season and then 259 punt return yards and two touchdowns as a punt returner. Then another great receiver, Zane Pope, 46 catches, 561 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, then you have to talk about Logan Fife, who stepped in at quarterback and played in those four or four and a half games for Jake Hayner. Um, Two touchdowns with six interceptions, but he did com complete 70% of his passes. I mean, he played uh, – He, they lost some of those games, but he still he, – he, he did more than a serviceable job for this football team. Uh, 
and uh, should have an opportunity to be the lead guy from here on out after this year. Um, and looking defensively, uh, second team all conference DB Evan Williams, 59 tackles. Then first team all conference defensive end David Perellis had 45 tackles, two forced fumbles, one interception, but more importantly, 10 and a half sacks, which ranked seventh nationally. Um, so Washington State has to know where he is at all times. Looking at their looking at uh, Fresno State's stats, 26th on third down. Nationally, 45.5% conversion rate. Uh, they're 19th in the country in block kicks with three, 14th in the nation in block punts with two. They've always had that in their repertoire. Um, probably the most impressive stat that you're going to see um, is they're number one in the nation in completion percentage for quarterback play at 71.4%, and that's with two different quarterbacks starting. Just a tremendous job by both Fife and Hayner. Just just unbelievable. I mean, what these guys were able to do this year. Um, 71.4% completion percentage. That's out of this world. Uh, 22nd nationally in kickoff returns at 22.4 yards per return. Um, 27th in passing offense at 270 yards per game. Um, and since Jake Hayner has come back, that is even higher. I mean, approaching 300 yards per game so i mean they, this this is a high powered offense they're f first in the nation in punt return yardage at just under 20 yards per punt return they have two touchdowns by remigio uh, 25th in scoring defense only giving up 20 points per game and their 10th in pass efficiency defense at 110.7 which out west where there's more pass happy teams again that's really really impressive to see um, looking at the spread for this game uh, as of this morning, uh, Friday, uh, December 16th, Fresno State is a four-point favorite, and the over-under on this game is 53. I'm not a betting man, but I do like to throw those out there. I, I will say, though, I, I think Fresno State is going to win this game by more than four points. I think this Fresno State football team is immensely talented. They have had... Uh, an amazing run, winning eight games in a row to lock up the Mountain West Championship. Um, an unbelievably gifted quarterback and some unbelievably gifted weapons on offense, too. I mean, he's got two or three wide receivers. One for sure is going to play on Sunday. And Remigio should definitely get an opportunity as well. Uh, Jordan Mims has had a tremendous season, season being the lead back. Um, I, I know Washington State can pass can pass it and move move the ball down the field we know that uh, but this fresno state offense just uh is a little too high powerful for me if you're if you're asking me when it comes to this game um i i think we're gonna i think we're gonna see some points though in this one i mean you got two pass heavy offenses that can really move the ball down the field i think it's gonna boil down to which defense can uh can make the stops um when it comes to can, uh, can they buckle down in the red zone? Um, Washington State being top 25 in red zone defense, uh, that could be a huge key for them. Um, then you look at Fresno State's pass efficiency defense in the top 10 nationally. Special teams could really play a role in this game. Um, Fresno State being in the top 20 in both block kicks and block punts. 
they're the number one team nationally in punt return yardage, top 25 in kickoff return yardage. So I think this game could be won or lost in a, in a special teams battle, a special teams blunder potentially, or a special teams uh, huge play made. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that turns out, but I think those are different things to look at as fans that we could look at and see something there. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, listening to me. Um, feel free to follow me personally on Twitter at Coach underscore B Will. Please, please, please follow the podcast account at TNT College Foot One. Like, subscribe, do all those things that you need to do um, wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Have a good night. God bless.